Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. <laughs> I'm Kevin David Thomas. I'm sorry, I just stared at Kevin for like five minutes without Your speaking. Your mouth just wide open, like, like what's my line? What what's do I do my now? Line? Help me. <laughs> How are Help you, Rob? Me. I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Oh, good. I good. just had some mozzarella sticks, so I'm oh, a happy man. I love a good mozzarella stick. Except when the cheese gets hard in the middle, and then I'm like, Ugh. In the middle? You know, like when it gets, when, when you let them sit too long? Oh, yeah. And then you're like, mm. Yeah, I like it's what we call first world problems. Amen to that. Amen. I just I tweeted about that. I was like, you know, why can't Apple just invest in headphones that detangle themselves? Because I spend, I feel like half my day I spend detangling. And then I thought, hashtag first world problems. Kev. I'm surprised. Like, really get over yourself. Yes. No, I need my headphones. I know, I know, But, Ryan, I I'm know. looking over in the corner. They're tangled. They're tangled again. And I, and I, I did not leave them that way, but they are now. Anyway. I wonder what we can do to fix that problem. Well, they give you that container to put it in, but who has time to wrap it up in that little plastic if, thing? All I don't the time? have time for that. Ugh. I, want, I wish there was a way that they could be retractable. Right. Like a seatbelt. You know how, like a. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. I have to go. I have Let's to go patent something. <laughs> I'll see you later. But I can, I'll, before I go, I have to tell you about my show. What's your favorite thing today? My favorite thing today is a musicale. It's mm-hmm. a CD. Okay. Uh, and I think the story on the, behind the making of the CD is so fascinating. Oh, I'm, I'm um, excited. It's, okay, so here we go. It's a musical that came out in the 60s. Did not get a cast recording, though. And only got a cast recording in 2004. What? Yeah, isn't that interesting? It's- I know. Oh, no, 2003. 2003. It got a CD because the writer of the show became very famous in the 2000s, in the late 90s and the early 2000s. And that's what got a CD pushed. I'm so, I can't wait. It is a musical called Sherry. Do you know? I, of co- James Lipton. Of, James Lipton. Of, of, uh, and it was an all-star cast. I have the CD. Uh-huh. And, I, I, and, and it was, because I thought, oh my God, this gem from the 60s. Right? It, the score, oh, yeah. You're, no, you you're, go you're, ahead. No, you you go tell ahead. the story, because oh. you're right. It's a really great behind-the-scenes story. Okay, well, and you add on to it, because I'm sure you know more about this uh-uh. than I do. So, uh, if you remember, inside the actor's studio, mm-hmm. the host, James Lipton. Who's like 130. Who's 130. Yeah. I spoke to him on the phone yesterday. Wait, what? For a project. What? Yeah. I mean, I don't 
know if it'll come to fruition. Yeah. But uh, he was fascinating. Did you have to like tell like what like Peter would say when you came to the gates and stuff at the end of the phone call? <laughs> was like, what's your favorite word? Your what favorite your, sound? What is your favorite ringtone? <laughs> what is your least favorite oh, that's ringtone? Wild, Rob. It was very cool. That's cool. I had to, I loved watching his show mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And so um, he, I sent him an email and I got a phone call. And I didn't recognize the number. And I picked up and I was like, hello. And he goes, Mr. Schneider. <gasps> and I was like, yes. He goes, Jim Lipton. Oh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> totally. I wrote everything out on blue cards oh God, and stacked them up. It. So anyway, he was, before he was the host of Inside the Actor's Studio, he was actually heavily involved in writing musicals. Um, he worked on a show called Nowhere to Go But Up, which oh. I don't think has a cast recording. No, but we've talked about it we've before. We've talked about we've, it before. Yeah. Uh, I think with Jack Fertel, yes. maybe? Yes, yeah. he had a poster, I believe. Jack, yeah. mm-hmm. And Sherry, for those of you who don't know, Sherry is a musical version of the great play, The Man Who Came to Dinner, which is a fabulous play. They, did it, uh, they filmed it a few years ago at Roundabout with Nathan Lane in the leading role. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on YouTube. So if you don't know the play, you should know the play but the idea of the story is this very eccentric radio personality comes to small town conservative ohio he breaks his hip and he's confined to a wheelchair for six weeks at this house where he wreaks havoc so it's great setup yeah it's urban world meets country world it's very funny he changes the family's life and it's it's a lot of fun it's just a very fun play not really produced a lot anymore because a lot of the punchlines in the play were 1930s references and if you're unless you're an expert on 1930s history the play doesn't really make you laugh as much however it's still done in a lot of high schools and community theaters big cast lots of fun lots of heart and so james lipton and his uh, composer lawrence rosenthal they decided that they were going to musicalize it it went through some trouble out of town george sanders who probably people remember as addison dewitt in all about eve he's mm. the, the critic he was supposed to play uh the leading character who's the guy who's confined to the wheelchair he quit when his wife got sick so they got another guy in there uh they fired the choreographer out of town they fired the director out of town so lots of trouble wow. so anyway show opens up on broadway and actually even though we consider this a why musical which is you know why would you musicalize something that works so well mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun and actually what I think it does is it gives the characters a third dimension that the, sec- that the first play is kind of missing. Uh-huh. The play itself is very fun and very silly. And the musical actually gives you a heart to latch on to with a lot of these characters. And I think that's what the musical does so well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was not around in 1967, but they said there were a lot of funny things. There was a whole wheelchair ballet because oh the character is supposed to be confined and he really can't get up. So anyway, <laughs> show opens, closes. <laughs> Doesn't get a lot of great reviews. Audiences, though, have a really good time at it. And so they decide that they're going to strike the set. There's like seven performances. I mean, it was oh, like yeah, four or something. Oh, yeah, I don't even have any. It's very, yeah. It was like real, just a couple, yeah. In and Sherry, out. exclamation mark. Oh, yeah, Sherry, mm-hmm. exclamation mm-hmm. point. So they decide that, okay, show's over. So apparently they used to, maybe they still do this. When a show ends, they take all the sets and they take them out to New Jersey. Yep. And they burn them. Oh, they put them in storage. No, back then they would burn them. So they would just get rid of the sets. Wow. So they did that. And James Lipton calls up. And uh, this was in the 60s. And he calls up and he says, hey, listen, I don't have all the orchestrations and the score of the show. Um, Did anyone pick one up from the theater? And they said, well, it was in a trunk. Uh Uh-oh. With, I think it was on the truck that went to New Jersey. So for years, people had assumed that the scores just mistakenly were burned and right, lost. were lost. Not true. Because a music produ- producer named Robert Shear discovered the trunk 
in the Library of Congress. What? And contacted James Lipton and said, hey, you probably have this already, but we found all the orchestrations. We've got a trunk here with your name on it, Jim. We're sharing. You know. Do you want it? And, of course, James Lipton said, would I? Absolutely. And at this point, he had become a huge uh, hit with Inside the Actors Studio. Now, this is really interesting. Because he had had such a big name and such a cachet along with him, he amassed an amazing cast to be on. I'm going to call, I want to say it's a concept recording. It's not, it's a cast recording. It feels it's like just, they rehearsed it though. I mean, there's dialogue. There's like, it's, it's two CDs. It's a two CD set. Yeah. It features not only every song that was in the show, plus incidental music, but also songs that were cut yeah. from the original production. And I think this was so interesting. They recorded the vocals in New York City, but the orchestra parts were recorded in Bratislava Classic. and Prague over a three year span it took them three when they years had the to money get this they'd go going, over there and do right? it and they like well, we need more money and then now here's there. the cast imagine seeing this cast in an actual live broadway show all right here we go nathan lane reprising or no go, yeah you know, from playing the doing the same role he did, role he did yeah. in man who came to dinner bernadette peters amazing carol burnett tom wopat tommy toon mike myers from snl fame lilius white keith david James Lipton himself, and Phyllis Newman. This is the cast. Yeah. This is the cast he assembled. And I think the score is absolutely fun. Hmm. It is fantastic. It puts a smile on your face. And it's one of those last joyous 1960 musicals. When do you get to rediscover a show that was essentially lost? Absolutely. You know? I mean, like, lost completely. Literally. And imagine the joy of thinking, oh, my God, you know, it all got thrown away. It all got burned. And then 30 years later, it shows up on your doorstep. It's crazy. And you had the money and the ability to put such an incredible yeah. cast together. Yeah. So the, my favorite thing is Sherry, James Lipton, uh, Lawrence Rosenthal. The CD set is available on iTunes, yeah. I think, for like 11 bucks. And the cast is amazing. It's got a great booklet. It has a whole libretto in there. It's oh, got yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Yeah. So that's mine, Sherry. I'll revisit that again. It's been oh, yeah, years it's since I listened to it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I have a CD as well. <gasps> this is not a show, although mm-hmm. I believe it's made into like a, a song cycle-ish. Oh. This is a composer. It's of his songs. It is... Um, he has written for theater, 
but he's known for his classical work. And it's he, but he used all Broadway singers, except for one Broadway singers on this album. And it's all, it's just a song cycle. Not even a, I'm not even going to say cycle. It's just his songs, like a recital, if you will. Okay. I'm a huge fan of his work. I've worked with him uh, as his copyist or as, as a proofreader and copyist for some of his, his, his scores. Um, another three name composer. Oh, okay. Let me guess. Let me guess. It's not Michael John Lacusa. Nope. It, oh, oh, uh, Jonathan Reed. He wrote a show off Broadway at Playwrights Horizons once again. Playwrights Horizons always I'm for the win you, on man. this one. And then like 2003, I want to say. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick myself when you say I it. know. And Kelly O'Hara starting it about a very long book by Proust. I, you, I, boy, you know what? Here it goes. I'm throwing my hands up. I don't know what this is. His name is Ricky... Ian, Ian Gordon, Gordon, and it's Myths and Hymns. It is not. Myths and Hymns is uh, Adam Gettle. That is wrong, Rob. <laughs> it is not Myths and Hymns. Strike hymns. two. So No, no. So, Saturn Returns. So Rick, is that him? No, it's called Bright Eye Joy, the songs of Ricky Ian Gordon. I've never heard Listen, this. I, then you're going to, because it's really special. Now, Ricky Ian Gordon definitely has a foot in the musical theater world, but he definitely has his whole body in the pool of, of, of art song and, and opera. I mean, he wrote a whole opera for Minnesota opera called the grapes based on the grapes of wrath, but Ricky's music is very rooted in, in all styles. I mean, depending on what the character's going through, he writes for that style. I think right now his passion is definitely more in the opera world. Um, but he he wrote My Life with Albertine was an off Broadway show that Kelly O'Hara starred yes. in at Playwrights Horizons with um, with Chad Kimball. Um, and his music is it's piano based, like a lot of his stuff is is on the piano first, and then he orchestrates it. Um, but there's there there are art song ish. I mean, like they are very smart songs. If you ever listen, friends, Audrey McDonald's first album. Her very first solo album, where she just did songs of new composers like Adam Gettle, Jason Robert Brown. Ricky was featured prominently on that album. He, Dream Variations was the opening song on the album that um, that she did. That is just gorgeous. He he writes for strong singers. So on this album, you have uh, Teresa McCarthy, who was in um, Floyd Collins. She played the girl. She's done a lot of. She was in Titanic as well. Darius DeHaas, Audrey McDonald. A lot of people don't realize that Adam Gettle, the composer, the great, you know, the, the grandson of Richard Rogers, who wrote, you know, Floyd Collins and Light in the Piazza, he's an incredible singer mm. and glorious singer. And uh, he was a boy soprano at the Met when he was a kid. Uh, but he sings uh, Ricky's songs on this album, as well as the the one uh, true classical singer is Don Upshaw. And she sings as well. Oh, yeah, on I this. love Don Upshaw. And so these songs range from, you know, show tune style songs to like true art songs with heavy lifting, you know, legit singing but all have a story all have an idea he uh, went through a phase where he took a lot of langston hughes uh, poetry and he and he musicalized them a song called uh, audra sings a lot of those songs like daybreak in alabama i just find this music um complex like in the way that michael john lacuses is and adam gettle for sure and i think it's interesting that they all kind of came these jason robert brown adam gettle michael john lacuse ricky ian gordon um, they all kind of came to prominence at around the same time in the mid '90s, early aughts. They, they all they had three names. Yeah, too. Well, isn't that interesting? They definitely changed the way we the way musical music was used as an art as a storytelling art form. You know, I think that Michael John and, and Ricky for sure are a little more classical. You get a little more complex, and Adam Gettle for sure. I mean, their music is way more complex. Jason Robert Brown is just has more pop influence and all that. His piano parts are just as crazy and hard Oof. to play as anything, but. But they're definitely like there's more of a mm, a groove to his piano playing. I want to say, but um, but this album it fascinates me because of the the incredible singing on it and because this each song is its own little 
story, its own little musical, if you will. And it's it's they are almost art song like, um, but they're 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 beautiful. And I I wish he would write more theater music. I remember he was doing a show at the Signature with Judy Kuhn when I was working with him a couple years ago, and then I, I think it's called Sycamore Trees. And it it didn't nothing ever happened with it, and I I don't know why he doesn't do more theater music. I know he does. He gets commissioned for operas all the time now, and he's a, but he's a really smart writer. And this album is a great introduction to a contemporary, I'm going to say theater writer. I'm going to listen to it right now. Yeah, it's got you've got simple songs. There's a song called Once I Was that is just simple and sweet. You've got these overflowing songs that at the very the last song of the album is called Joy, a lot of a lot of legit like, you know, if you studied legit in college, you probably you heard Sopranos sing this song cuz it's just Audra just kills it. And it's it's a fine line between art song and theater song because art songs were trying to do the same thing that traditionally that theater songs do in other words give you an emotion make you feel something through the music and tell the story you know strauss and all that they were they were doing that Schubert. oh my you know so ricky is sort of the contemporary of them of that style and he's got his foot in both worlds and i'm i'm appreciate that and i wish that he was known more uh and and but he's known in the classical world for sure but my favorite things bright eyed joy the songs of ricky ian gordon i feel so smart that was so interesting. <laughs> I feel like I just gave a lecture. I know. I feel like I should go on to Spark Notes now. And Next like... up, Benjamin Britten. The, <laughs> and he was a major influence on Ricky. Uh, in fact, like, Ricky was like, if you want to hear really great theater music and really great smart music, Benjamin Britten. Like, listen to any one of his operas because that is, that is, contempor- that is acting, singing going on, but mm. extreme singing going on and crazy stories. That's so, so. interesting. Yeah. Jeez, you know what's so funny? I don't really know a lot about art music. Mm. I know a lot about musical theater and popular mm. music. I don't know anything about art I music. I think I do because when I went, I, st- I went to a music conservatory and I got a Bachelor of Music in musical theater. But for the first two years, we really were only allowed to sing legit, not musical theater, like legit, like almost. I mean, I sang like not like crazy, not Wagner or anything like that. But I sang art songs and stuff. Baldwin like that. Wallace, yeah, Baldwin Wallace, yeah, music yeah. conservatory. Um, and so the first two years, we were encouraged to sing classical stuff wow. to really get that foundation. Like you know, much like dancers take ballet first, and oh, then you sure. can go do your other stuff. But you need that you need that firm foundation before you can you know play around and the other stuff. That's so, so cool. Yeah, and that's, that's so, so cool. Yeah, huge fan. Well, I'm gonna go listen to it right now, actually. Yeah, and the um, singers are—they're—they're they're Broadway singers, so that's what's fun about it—is that they're—they—they they can handle it. That is so right, cool. What do you got for that's, me today? Uh, I did Sherry. Oh my gosh! Hello, Kevin. Obviously, it left such a lasting impression. I can I, I can do my whole spiel again. No, 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 no. It's good. <laughs> oh, it's good. Okay. It's good. Well, I was fine. good. It was good. You nailed it the first time around. Well, fine. Well, that's fine. You know, I can I can tell you about more about Bratislavi and Prague oh, and James Lipton boy. with his blue cards and I love it. That's how I wish the whole score was written out on his blue cards. Just, like the whole score was like I found like, a trunk nope, next one. of a hundred blue cards, and then he stopped writing musicals. Then he stopped. Yeah, I don't think there was anything after Sherry, because at that point I think he got into the academic world yeah, and yeah. he did a lot of producing. I think he, if I'm remembering correctly, I think he produced Jimmy Carter's inaugural. That gets produced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are big deals. Wow. You know, Frank Sinatra I think produced Reagan's. I didn't know that those things. I had no. Oh idea. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And those were those were big deals. Huh. Did you ever see that? Those are on YouTube. I I've think. Never, never. You're a political guy, though. You love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. In college, I did political science. I did not know that, Rob. Yeah, 
I majored in political science oh. in, in college. Where'd you go to college again? I went to California Lutheran University. Mm. It was the only gay Jew on campus. <laughs> so they kept me in the Lots quad in the cage, and I waved to everybody <laughs> on so, once in a while. Dear, somebody different. Uh, <laughs> they threw peanuts oh, at man. me. Oh, man. But yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's cool. that. So I went to Cal Lutheran. You went to Baldwin-Wallace. Cherry. Shout out. I got my master's at Penn State. Nice. Shout out. And that's that. Yeah, that's that. Um, so I'm going to go listen to what's the name of yours again? Uh, it's called Bright Eye Joy. Bright Eye Joy. Uh, Bright Eye Joy. The songs of Ricky and Gordon. And, and I'm going to go re-listen to Sherry! Exclamation mark. It's not a musical in the '60s unless there's an exclamation Amen. point. Amen. Donnie Brook. I wonder where that came from. Sherry? No, the exclamation oh. point. Oklahoma? Yeah, they were the first one. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are other ones, but they really. It wasn't just Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That you know, you got to yell it at yeah. everybody. Yeah. I wonder why they don't do that today. I don't, I'm trying to think when's the last time. Does something obnoxious. rotten have an exclamation mark? It seems like mark? it should. It would. <laughs> Hamilton. That would be great. Cats. <laughs> I got to get tickets for cats. Good luck. Are you coming with me? No, we'll think about it. I was, I was, I was uh, a couple of weeks ago, I saw a show and I was talking to my friend about, uh, I was like, I said, I've never seen a production of cats. I actually have not either. And the person in front of me was like, keep it that way. <laughs> People love to hate that show, even like, though everyone loved it God. at the time. I was like, now wait a minute, this thing ran for what, 18 years yeah. or something? Well, it can't be that well, bad. It'll help the tourist industry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see it. I will. All right, we'll go together. All right, sounds good. All right, deal. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.